Welcome to The Sindorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name's Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV series to the 80s cartoon and beyond. Today, filling in for Steve, I'm joined by Kendra Mickles, my co-host over on 9021 Here We Go. Kendra was last with us on episode 5, The Traveling Jindas, and when the Jindas come back, so does Kendra. I I follow the Jindas. That's contractual, they right? Anytime a Jinda yeah. shows up, you have to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do, yes. All right. Hey, sorry I keep making you watch terrible episodes of Star Wars cartoon from the 80s. It's fine. <laughs> what are friends for? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Today we're discussing season one, episode seven, The Curse of the Jindas. This episode originally aired on October 19th, 1985. This is almost an anniversary, Kendra. We're recording on October 26th. Oh, so close. Missed it by that much. <laughs> this episode was compiled along with three others for the VHS compilation Ewoks 2, The Guppins and the Jindas, as was the last episode you were on, Kendra. The Guppins? I think it's Guppins, yeah. I don't know. Have we What's seen... Guppin? That's a good question. I wish I could tell you, but I, <laughs> I honestly can't. What kind of a Ewok fan are you? <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> Kendra, I'm learning as we go. <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. It's You're about right. learning. You're right. You're right. I would normally I would defer to Steve's Star Wars knowledge on this. I think he predates me and I think he goes deeper Star Wars than I do. So Yeah. I, I wish I could yeah, help you. That's why you make a good team. I <laughs> That's, but you're he's right. not here. I know. I know, but Kendra, we have each other. Uh, this yes. episode was written by Bob Carew and it was directed by Ken Stevenson and Raymond D. Felice. Uh, our cast highlight Sweet. of the week. I know. Uh, old uh, Don McManus plays Bondo. Kendra, what do you feel about Bondo? You've seen every Bondo episode now. He's our head uh, Jinda. I think, I think, take him or leave him. You can <laughs> one or the other. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yep. Well, this is the final appearance of the Jindas in all of Star Wars. I mean, as our time of recording, the Jindas ended here kendra so you've, you've seen them all i'm gonna write i'm gonna write some fanfic are you going to i would love to read yeah. that i would love to yeah. read that yeah it'll be great this is the last we see of the gin but it's not the last we're gonna hear of don mcmanus because he's gonna come back playing the role of chuka truck <laughs> yes of course <laughs> in a later episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, aside from his work in Ewoks, he also did voice work in Droids and did regular work on Steve's favorite show, The Care Bears, where he voiced Sour Sam. Is that really Steve's favorite show? Well, he says it's because his kids like to watch it, but I don't know. He always seems to know a lot about The Care Bears, and he's mm. like, oh, it's my kids. So <laughs> you be the judge. Yeah, and I will. I put this in here also because... Uh, he played Dr. Cromwell on MacGyver. And whenever I think of MacGyver, I think of Steve. Because Steve and I, we were college roommates. And uh, we lived in this cabin, as we've discussed in past episodes. And his DVD collection was just a lot of MacGyver. And it was a lot of, like, Remington Steel. These, like, action-y sort of mystery shows of the week from, like, the 80s, 90s. I That's, that's Steve's wheelhouse. So... He probably would Isn't recognize. That your wheelhouse as well? well, but I was never into like MacGyver or Remington Steel, that sort of thing. Like Murder She and Wrote. Why did yes. we watch that terrible MacGyver reboot together? Kendra, why? For the same reason Steve and I are watching all the Ewok shows together for friendship. <laughs> okay. MacGyver's about friendship. Why do I have to keep explaining this to you? Luckily, 
uh, even though Steve can't be with us tonight, he already wrote out his uber detailed plot. And it's not as long as last time. Kendra, when you were here last time, that plot was a full 10 minutes. And it that's was. A, that's not an exaggeration. And it was long. Steve and I both learned something that day. So <laughs> I <laughs> So here here is Steve's uber detailed plot for season one, episode seven, The Curse of the Jindas. And I'm gonna do my darndest because this All is right. this is Steve's job. Right. We open this episode with the Ewok kids driving a large wagon to Muth's hut to trade for winter supplies. The crew runs into some Jindas who invite them to relax with them by a beautiful waterfall. The Ewoks would love to, but can only join them on their way back from Muth's. The Jindas are in fact enjoying themselves by a beautiful waterfall. However, the peace is broken when Trebla, the magician, warns Bondo about the curse. Unconcerned, Bondo says not to worry, they will leave tomorrow. Annoyed, Trebla walks off, saying, You'll say I didn't warn you. Suddenly, large floating boulders surround the Jindas and begin to chase them. Kind of a creepy image, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, a little. They little. quickly pack up and escape into the woods as the floating boulders pursue them. A sentence I have never said before. Back on the Ewok cart, the kids talk about all the things they want to buy. Wicket shows Nisa he's been collecting Monmon seeds to trade at the store. They're beautiful and very valuable. They finally arrive at Muth's store. The Ewoks tell Muth that they aren't interested in bargains, but have strict instructions on what the village needs to survive the winter. Muth has his helpers empty the Ewok wagon as Wicket reveals his Monmon seeds to him. Muth is impressed, and the rest of the group all give their suggestions on what Wicket should trade them for. Muth offers a lucky stone brought to him by fearsome traders, and I'm sure that's fine. The group protests to Wicket that it's just a stupid stone, but he's too tempted by it and agrees to the trade. Muth even throws in some taffy in the deal. Don't get me started on that taffy. Oh, the taffy. Frustrated, Weechie jests they should leave before his brother trades them for something stupid as well. <laughs> Nonetheless, Wicked is happy. On the way home, everyone expresses their frustration with the deal, except Willie, because he got the taffy. Nisa's also happy because Wicked gifted her the stone. Somebody's got a crush. <laughs> Suddenly, the group hears animal noises and is surprise attacked by the Scandits. Scandits are bipedal fox-like creatures that use their capes to soar down from the treetops to attack their enemies. Classic. Baga the Ox is frightened and begins to run with the cart, causing everyone to fall off and be captured by the Scandits. Paplu, Weechi, Willie, Tebow, Wicket, Nisa, and Latara are all taken prisoners and locked in Scandit cages. Coincidentally, the Jindas arrive at the Scandit lair, offering their entertainment for food. <laughs> Bondo doesn't know that the Ewoks have been taken captive until he hears a tune he recognizes. He follows the tune to discover Latara and company in cages. The Scandits protest when he approaches, so Bondo pretends to not know who they are. That night, the Jindas start their show with Cheetor and his flying ferrets. <laughs> what an act. What an I loved act. That. Meanwhile, yeah. two Jinda belly dancers, saucy, approach the Ewoks in their cages. The dancers put a spell on the Scandit guards, causing them to fall asleep, while Treblo releases the Ewoks in the most irritating stage whispers of any character I've ever heard. Yeah. Quickly, the Ewoks are hidden inside a large worm costume and told to meet behind the stage. In order to get around some more guards, they accidentally head right onto the stage. Oh, no. But instead of getting off right away, Wicket thinks he can scare the Scandits. The plan fails when the worm costume falls apart. The Scandits are furious and begin to chase everyone out of their camp. The Jindas help return the Ewoks back to their village safely. The Ewok parents are grateful to the Jindas. However, they are distraught as all the village supplies are missing. 
Suddenly, those mysterious rocks appear and begin chasing the Jindas again. Bondo exclaims, It's the curse of the Jindas! as he runs away. Chirpa instructs the Jindas to retreat up to the Ewok village. Every Jinda is saved, however, while the floating rocks begin to surround the entire village. Chirpa and Logre press Bondo to tell them of the curse. He cracks easily and tells them a story in a horrific song that is not totally appropriate to the story that's being told. The Jindas used to be farmers, not wanderers. In exchange for protection, the Jindas fed a rock wizard. It was a good relationship. That is, until the wizard thought the Jindas tried to poison him. The wizard banished the Jindas from their homeland and cast a spell on them to keep them constantly on the move. If they ever stayed somewhere too long, rocks would rise up and chase them. Logre recognizes the wizard and believes the decision to banish the Jindas is uncharacteristic of him. I guess they're old friends. They, maybe they were college roommates. Maybe. We're not told, but maybe. <laughs> the group wonders if there is a way to help the Jindas, and that night Logre thinks very carefully of a plan. In the morning, the Jindas thank the Ewoks for their offer to help. Chirpa tells Bondo it's dangerous for a wizard to interfere with another wizard spell. Paplu teases Wicket, suggesting he use the lucky stone he gave Nisa to save the day. Meanwhile, Logre and Tebow inspect the rocks surrounding the village. Logre begins to chant an incantation. <laughs> Did I get that right? Yeah, Kendra? no, Did that I... was it. That was okay. perfect. Birds come flying in holding ropes, and then wild ferrets come and tie the ropes to the stones, securing them tightly. Bondo steps down out of the protection of the village, and the stones try to fly, but are unable to do anything as they're tied up. Again, Paplo and Weechi tease Wicket for not praising his lucky stone instead of Logre for the plan being successful. Wicket's tired of the teasing, so he tells him that he traded for the stone because he wanted to and gave it to someone he liked. Do you think it's someone that he like-likes? I do. You think yes. it's just like or you think it's like-likes? I think it's a like-like situation. Okay. Anyway, he didn't do it for some greedy Ewok who tried to get him to trade it for something they wanted. Suddenly, everything begins to shake, and Logre suspects that Bondo's troubles may not be over yet. The ground in front of Logre and Bondo opens up, and a huge rock formation emerges from inside it. It is the rock wizard, and his booming voice demands to know who fools with his magic. The cowardly Jindas point to Logre, thanks a lot, who tells them he messed with his misguided curse because the Jindas did the Ewoks a favor. The rock wizard tells everyone the Jindas have caused him great pain as he clutches his mouth. In anger, the wizard begins destroying Ewok huts. Nisa shouts and pleads with the wizards to stop. And just then the wizard notices that lucky stone that Wicked gave Nisa hanging around her neck. The surprised wizard wonders how she got his tooth. Twist. It was a tooth. Big twist. Which is really gross when you think about it. She's just like wearing a man's tooth around her neck. Yeah. Wicked tells her to quickly give the stone to the rock wizard. He puts the tooth in place and is immediately relieved, which is not how that kind of thing works. You got to put no. that tooth in milk or water and you got to get to a dentist quickly. <laughs> quickly. <laughs> I'm tired for this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, all this time he thought it was the Jindas that caused him pain, but he only lost his tooth. He asks them where they got it, and they tell him it was sold to them as a magic stone. Perhaps it is, said the rock wizard as he agrees to remove the Jinda curse so they may return home. They'll be wandering Jindas no more. Everyone rejoices. Bondo cheers for Logre and Chirpa, but Chirpa reminds everyone they had help from his daughter, Nisa. Wicket reminds Paplu and Weechi they also had help from his, quote, stupid little rock. 
They chuckled nervously, exposing their guilt and making fun of Wicket. The rest continued to laugh joyously. Roll credits. They do laugh for a long time. They do. That's that's like classic Hanna Barbera. That's like yeah. Flintstones sixties. <laughs> <laughs> forever. Just forever. Oh, Kendra, here yeah. we are again. Here we are again back here in the are. world of the Jindas. Yes. Yeah. Great place uh, to be. Characters that, by their own admission, never go to the same place twice. Kendra, they never go to the same never, place ever. twice. And I can't never. stress that enough. <laughs> because in the episode Traveling Jindas, that was a whole thing. Nisa was stuck with them, and they were like, well, sorry, Charlie, because we're never going back there. But here, just two episodes later, they were in the neighborhood. Yeah. They were just, like, on their way. They travel. Like, oh, hey, it's the Jindas. We thought we'd never see them again, but here they are. It's like how when you put a playlist on random, but sometimes a song plays twice, or it'll be, like, that song, a different song, and that song again. That's how random it is, that you might just find yourself right back at the same track. Yeah, definitely. Similar Mm -hmm. thing with the Jindas here. I can't help but feel that this is really just a retread of the other episode. Yeah, I I agree. Because you and have... the curse part of it doesn't really come into play until the very end. No. That's... I mean, it's there at the beginning for a second, but then yeah. we do a whole bunch of other stuff before we get back to it. Well, yeah. When you have the rock wizard like appearing out of nowhere, it's kind of like, whoa, what? What? It's a little yeah. like... Rock wizard. You just don't see that coming at all. Uh, rock wizards, you know. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Classic... A classic character as rock in wizards Star Wars do. Lore. When this started, yeah. I thought, "Oh, are these maybe just like different Jindas? It's just a different pack." But no, there's Bondo. There's Bondo. I, I wondered that glory. too because we we start with these different characters that we haven't seen. Yeah, but then we very quickly see Bondo. Right. Well, just like in the last episode, they're like, "Oh, you know, they they're doing a show, and all the all the antagonists are in the audience, and the Ewoks got to pretend to be in the show." We just yeah. did that exact same thing before. Yeah, the exact same thing. And this has happened yep, so tricking. many times in this show where it's like they just kind of like do a find and replace in an episode and be like, it's a new episode because this time the bad guys are, are little blue foxes with masks, you know? I did like the Scandits more than the, the whatever those other the things are. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They were cuter. They reminded yeah. me of that little like Muppety guy who hangs out with Jabba the Hutt, but I, they're not. They're oh, not yeah. Really. They're not related. They are not related. <laughs> I did find the rocks to be eerie. There was just something about them sort of like floating because they're just rocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked that. I found. I was it like, what are weird. they gonna do if they catch if the rocks? Catch them? Right. Gent- gently nudge them. It begs like, a what, lot what of questions. Yeah. Yeah. It raises more questions. We than never find out. We do not find out. We do not find out. Yeah. Uh, I liked the little uh, little movement on the romance between uh, Wicket and Nisa. Got a, got a little. Bit I didn't of a... get to see any of that romance in the last one. No. So. Well, it's just there always nothing... kind of like they always kind of like to spend time together. But here, gifts are exchanged, and I just think that's a step <laughs> in a once relationship. You're exchanging gifts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's you a, know what I mean. That's another step. They already know each other's parents. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was movement. Yeah. Did you notice the? We had two different usage of Ichiwawa. Did you pick up on that? Yes, I did. The first time. One was like a scared. Yes. Yeah, yes. one was like, oh, we better get and out of here. And the other one was like an oh brother. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I... Our, and we talked about this a little last time. How was it supposed to be? Originally, used? Ichiwawa was like a hooray kind of thing. 
but then it then it was kind of used as like a hurry up so yeah, i don't know it's like it's, a catch-all it's becoming smurf it's becoming the smurf of the ewok language <laughs> they and did I, and they used that other phrase that i don't think they used in the other episode Kavar- they said oh kavark at one point yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes. when they're on the stage and they're like oh the jig is up wicked says kavark yeah. yeah yeah i like it i like the i like the terminology dropping in there <laughs> seriously though trebla when he is like i think every anytime he talks he's speaking in such an irritating stage whisper that it just feels like he's too oh, far yeah. away from the mic you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah. really feel like it's almost whispering. like an ASMR like situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's what it's like. It was really I I found it like distracting. Like every time it happened, mm. I was like, what is going on with the sound on this? There was a couple <laughs> issues like that. But yeah, I don't know. That one was weird. I just can't get over the uh, the retread. Like, what about the Jindas are like, yeah, but let's really find out what makes them tick. You know? <laughs> yeah, I just but like we did the whole show again but we didn't get to like see like we we heard flying ferrets yes. and whoever was like oh this is new but we didn't get yeah. to see it right so right it's like the same thing but we didn't get to see it at all it's such a weird flex i think to have an episode like the traveling jindas and then be like but let's have a second episode that explains why they're traveling you know like mm, yeah I, I have an answer to a question i didn't have i guess is where I find they got a lot of fan point. mail. They People did. People were like, "Tell us more." But why? Well, what's the what's the <laughs> why genesis? are they traveling? What's the genesis of their traveling? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, it's told in song. They're like, "Tell us why," and he's like, "No," and he's like, "Tell us why," and he's like, "Okay, five, six, seven, eight. and he's telling this story, you know, about how they're like cursed to this hellish existence of traveling, but it's like. The, the worst, chunkiest rhymes I've ever heard in a song. 90% of it didn't rhyme. It was rhyme. like nails. It was nails on a chalkboard. It was. Like, the man can't sing. The rhymes mm-hmm. were, like, close, but not quite there. And the tone of the song was all like, boop a doop a doop a doop And it was a very, like, mm-hmm. sad and dour story. So I just... A lot of decisions were made that I question. Yeah. I have serious yeah. questions about what was happening there. Did you think that the store owner was another classic Star Wars racial stereotype? Oh, I don't remember. Well, they just picked a an aardvark who has a big nose. Oh. And that's like the thing with Watto is he's huh. like this Jewish stereotype who huh. has a big nose. Huh. As I was I, watching it, I was like, really? You couldn't pick any other creature I, to be You know this- what? I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but you might be right. You might be right well, because, yeah, I guess you can kind of see that, huh? That's what I, that's what I thought as I was watching it. I well, like, huh. it, I, I guess I did notice it was a weird choice, like of a character, like a character design we've never seen before, and everything. Like it's a, like an aardvark. It is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right, whether intentional or not. You're probably yeah. There's probably something to it unfortunately good catch i guess bad catch i I don't know (laughs) the one thing that well not one thing i mean i i didn't it's not that i hated this episode but i liked when um when logre is doing his mysticism stuff tebow is like right there with him like learning like apprenticing and i feel like that is maybe the only thing that's been a recurring 
thing. I feel like that's the only true bit of like ongoing character development is to have Tebow like kind of becoming the apprentice, whatever. Mm. Yeah, know, spiritual. I I guy. didn't know if that was just like a thing he normally did or if he was you know that was his first time, but. It's no, it's been happening more and more, but this was not like a big, they didn't make a big deal about it. It was just kind of like, well, obviously Tebow's going to be there. And I liked that. I felt like that was more connected than pretty much anything else that's happened in the show. So I did like to see that. What did you think of the rock wizard? Because I mean, you know, like tonally for the show it was a little odd, but like, what did you think of the character? He reminded me of the wizard from... Oh, like the miser. Oh, okay. Like, like he reminded you of like Snow Miser? No, no, no. Oh. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, I yes, okay, okay. I know the one you mean. Yeah, okay, like I can a, see that. He's like a mean wizard, but then he becomes a nice then he becomes wizard nice and they sing a end. song. Yeah, he was reminding yeah. me of uh, a character from Return to Oz. I thought maybe that's what you were going to say, because I was definitely uh, getting some, I guess, you know, rock monster kind of vibes. But yeah, I did like him. It felt like we were in a different cartoon for the time he was there. Like his, his did, yeah. <laughs> the animation style, his even his voice work was just like, noticeably different from the vibe of everything else yeah and i don't really feel like that was a choice like i don't want to give them (laughs) too much credit because it didn't really feel like a choice it just felt like you know (laughs) it happened yeah it happened it's different and that's all feel like a very star wars thing no no it didn't but i did kind of like the twist Mm -hmm. you know i kind of like the twist that he was just mad about the the missing tooth and that yeah. she had it. I mean, that was kind of fun. And then he's like, oh, yeah, forget it. You don't have to be cursed anymore. You guys are good. I'm just a happy rock man who can stop eating soup. So <laughs> I don't know. As we've said, anytime Steve and I have come up on, on one of these episodes that feels like a retread of an episode we've already seen, I think order is everything. Because like maybe if we'd seen this one, I don't know. Honestly, I guess, I guess, though, I feel like I did like this better than Traveling Jindas. I probably liked it a little better as well. But you're right. I mean, it's only it's only there's been one episode between yeah, just one this one and the other one. Yeah. So maybe just some more space. Agreed. Between. Yeah. And it would. I, would I mean, better. it wouldn't be that hard to mix it up. Just like, don't put them on stage. I think putting them on stage was the thing that was really like, OK, we're doing yeah. this exact thing. We're again. doing it again. <laughs> but I, but I guess if I was like going through and if you if you have to watch one Jinda's episode, watch this one. How about that? Yeah. You agree with that assessment? We can agree on that. Okay. All right. Uh, Kendra, what was your Ichiwawa moment? And we're using Ichiwawa in the appropriate way, meaning like a fun (laughs) or exciting thing. Um, it's tough. I think I'm going to go again with what I said last time, which was there's a lot of cute animals. I mean, as soon as those ferrets came in and started tying up the rocks, I was like, I love it. Yeah. More ferrets, please. Yeah, no. I, as soon as they popped in, I was watching this with my son, and I laughed right out loud. Like <laughs> when when it happened, we were both just like, yeah. "What?" So yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I think, and I thought the scandits yeah. were cute as well. Yeah, I liked them. Their their little spears. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't spears. I mean, they those weren't gonna hurt you. No, they weren't. They pushed you with those. Very muppety. Very, yeah. very Muppety, those little guys. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good one. That's a good one. I second that. I got to give my Ichiwawa moment to the Rock Wizard, though. I mean, I know oh. I razzed him for being from another show, but when he <laughs> showed up, I kind of like sat up and was like, all right, let's see what this guy's got to say. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I, I, I liked him. Uh, Oak of Arc, did you have an Oak of Arc moment, Kendra? What was the dumb moment for you? 
I've got to give it to that song that mm. what is, what's his face sings about yeah. why Bondo. they're cursed because it started. Yeah, it started fine. He was like telling mm. the story along yeah. with the rhythm, and then the more he went, the worse the rhyme got, and yes. then he just was completely off the rhythm. Uh-huh. So it was like. The music was still going to the rhythm, but he wasn't on the rhythm at all. Right. And it was just like, I was just like, make it stop. Mm. Get to the end of the song. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, that was rough. See, remember, Kendra, we had you on the first Jinda episode because of your musical background, because yeah. Nisa just wanted to play the flute, and here it comes back yeah. again. You... Oh, by the way, she yeah. plays her flute, but we never see the flute. Where did she get, where'd she pull that flute out from? Good Good question. They don't have pockets. Good question. Wow. You really blew the <laughs> lid off this thing. Good question. I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I don't know. Huh. Gosh. You know, I wrote down that my oak of arc was the taffy. I hated everything with the taffy. Oh, I hated yeah. when they were the stirring it. I hate when he fell in it. I hate when he was all covered in taffy and leaves. I hate when things were sticking to him. All of that stuff I hated. That's really unpleasant. It is, but the song is worse. You're right about that. So yeah. I'm glad, as long as we have it covered, that somebody hated yeah. that. I'm glad. <laughs> Do you um, like Taffy in real life? I used to, though I did lose a tooth in Taffy, and that kind of colored <gasps> it for me. Yeah. Oh. I was like eating Taffy, and I was like, oh, this is crunchy. And I swallowed my tooth in Taffy. <gasps> you swallowed it? I did. I did, Kendra. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, I've never really liked it just because it's so hard to it eat. It is hard. It just hurt. It hurts your yeah. mouth. To Laffy eat it. Taffy, Laffy Taffy though. Yeah, that's easier. You that's can better. yeah. When I lost that tooth, this is not a relevant story, but when I lost that tooth and I swallowed it in the taffy, I was really upset to not have anything to put under my pillow. So I looked around and I found a little tiny white rock and I put that under the window or under my pillow, you know, and thought this will fool the tooth fairy. And it did. It? It did. Yeah, it did. You know what? It She's is relevant. It is relevant because that rock wizard also lost a tooth. Yes, it so, is relevant. There you go. Good job. It all comes right back, back together. Do you think there's a moral or a lesson in here? Um, we, tr- we try to look at, you know, a lot of times cartoons of this era would afterwards would have like almost a post credit scene where the characters would come out and be like, you know, kids, we had a lot of fun today learning about curses. <laughs> but, uh no i i what did the rock wizard learn not to jump to conclusions or something could be could be i also feel like what they were trying to drive home a little bit maybe was everybody was making fun of wicket for buying the tooth which he thought Mm. was the lucky rock for nisa and then once it turned out to be the thing that saved it everybody was like oh we shouldn't have made fun of you for buying that tooth rock yeah yeah for your little girlfriend bear so <laughs> maybe it was that like maybe yeah you know, maybe. so jumping to conclusions how about that don't jump yeah. to conclusions well wicked also learned that to quit while you're ahead because mm. he got on stage and wanted to mess with everybody and then you right. ended up getting caught that's true so, that's true this was informative yeah. yeah super informative i feel better for it i'm glad you do yeah i'm glad you do how many yub nubs do you give this one kendra oh boy i'll give it three three Okay. And I'm, gonna... I'm only comparing it to the only other episode I've seen. So. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to give it I'm going to give it three and a half because it's better than the last one. Uh, and I like the rock wizard. 
Again, from a different cartoon, but I like that. I liked that. Uh, Wouldn't it be cooler though if wizard. he was like a rock and roll wizard? Like yes, he had a guitar. yes, obviously, obviously. All right. Well, and then he started singing the Ewok song, and that's the reason yeah. why we have that song because it's the rock wizard's yeah. gift to them. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, we just wrote a better Ewok show. It's not hard. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Should we reboot the Ewok show? Oh my gosh! Do you know? Is do you know anybody? Could I you, mean, no. Could you play some but... calls? Okay. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, you got I mean, my... I can certainly call people. You get... <laughs> I don't know if they'll talk to me. <laughs> you got my hopes up. Nothing. All right, Kendra. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that Steve couldn't join us today, but I'm glad that you me were. Too. I'm glad that you were here at least. You yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. Kendra. If it's, there's no more, there's no more agenda episodes. So who knows if I'll ever be able to lure you back onto this podcast. So if people <laughs> are just transfixed by the magic that you bring to a podcast, what other podcasts might they look to? Well, I've got a couple other ones. <laughs> uh, I have the one that I do with you, Nick, 902, and here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where each, each week we watch an episode of Beverly Hills 90210. And uh, I also have a 90s music podcast that I do with my husband, Eric. It's called 90s Music Got Me Like. Yeah. And each week we talk about a different 90s song. We've got a poll up. I don't know when this is going to come out. We regularly put out polls to, for the listeners to choose our next song. And there is one up right now. I don't know if it'll still be up when this comes out. Okay. I can Go check it. it out. I love it. Well, uh, then I hope you'll join us next time when Steve will be back. And we'll be talking about episode eight, The Land of the Guppin. So I'm finally going to learn what a guppin <gasps> is. Oh, you got to tell me what a guppin is. I will. I will. Well, I, maybe... hope it's a little, I hope it's a little frog. I also hope that Kendra I just want you to be aware that even if you're not on the podcast you can still watch the episodes in your own person in your own personal time you can do that yeah that's true you can do that all right well I I work from home so I could knock it out in like a day that would be great I would love to hear your thoughts on the whole series and I hope for your sake that the guppins are tiny frogs me too that's what I hope on behalf of my co-host Steve Rudd Kendra I thank you for joining us once again Thank you. We'll see you next time, everybody. This Andorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcast. Kendra, again, you could leave a review if you want. You could rate or review this podcast if you wanted to. No, I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's talk gendas. You ready? Nick? You there? Kendra? Anybody? Anybody?